Welcome to the Crazy Poultry Podcast. I am your host, Ian Galiloco, and we are back with another special review coming up. And once again, joining me back here is Mr. Damon the Gobbler Anderson. Hello. And does not have a nickname yet, but she's going to have to now come up with one because she's been on here three times. Caitlin. Hi. So we have a definite, you know, big summer now in the swing of things we've seen a couple of stuff but uh as far as recent a very recent classic hit the big screen came out in 1989, the year I was born. That's crazy. I did. I thought it was in the 90s when it came out. No. no. Wow. That that was also the start of the golden age of the Renaissance for Disney. Yeah. Because they were actually kind of struggling there a little bit financial wise. They weren't making the gang. You know, well, as far as bump. movies go, I, I I mean, sure the parks probably were doing okay, but yeah. yeah. But animation was actually like. They thought they were going to have to like lay off a lot of people with how bad it was getting. Uh, but so, you know, just quick thoughts on the original. Uh, while a whole not a lot of people hold it in high regards, and while it's not probably in my top five or ten, I still really enjoy it. And I'm actually one of the few that actually puts Ariel really high <laughs> because while you could make an argument that there's not as much in her as some. I just really like that she is very expressive and like very curious and wide-eyed about things. And of course, she's also one of the two uh, female redheads that I fell in love with. So <laughs> the other being Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> I would have thought. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Caitlin, you're a little. 
thoughts on the original? Um, it came out before I was born, and uh, but I grew up on Disney, so I've I've seen it multiple times. It was my, I think it was my older sister's favorite movie, mm-hmm. and so I've watched it a ton. And I mean, I liked it. There were, you know, scenes in it that I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, Damon, your quick thoughts, original. Um, I mean, the original one. It, I mean, it's definitely very holds up, especially being from '89. Um, it's really solidly animated. It's, I mean, the voice acting is great. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's it's a solid story. Like, I mean, it's. it's I think overall it's, like you said, it's probably not like top five or anything, but I mean, as far as just a Disney movie goes, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty high up there. It's just really good. Yeah. Uh, and let's just say going into this, uh, I heard some people were saying, when's the next good remake going to be? I'm like, when's there actually going to be a good one? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Jungle Book, I did initially like. But then when I watched it again, I liked it much less. Um, and uh, I can safely say this is not a Lion King or Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> because those are the two worst, in my opinion. Um, so, and going into it, we did not have much on Haley Bailey? Hallie Bailey? Hallie <laughs> Bailey. Yeah, because... Yeah, I know a lot of people are going to mistakenly say Holly Berry. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, her parents didn't help her with that. <laughs> uh, I could tell she could. She has a good singing voice. I just didn't know how she'd be acting-wise. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything yeah, that she, I can think of, at least. Uh, I mean... She has mostly television credits to her name. However, I then found out she's actually in the Spielberg remake, The Color Purple, coming out. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that's a lot of, that's some shoes to fill. <laughs> Brandon, that's a remake of the musical. Well, Color Purple, I don't know if that was. There, there was a musical version, and the, the remake that's coming out is based on the musical. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because I thought it was based off of the original no. film. So. That's what I think, that's what a lot of people think. Um, but no, it's based off the, the musical, at least from what I understand. Hmm. Um. Which, I don't know, it seems like saying in a movie like that, it seems kind of (laughs) off. It'd be like if they did like a play of Schindler's List. (laughs) Hmm. I think the closest thing was the producers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, still. Uh, Yeah. But, and of course, the major attraction of this film got beforehand was the casting of her as Ariel. Oh my gosh, they casted a black woman as Ariel. I'm like, I didn't mind at all. I I don't care. I actually saw some of the reactions on the internet of these little girls reacting to it, and it was just precious. I thought it was adorable. Yeah. Well, the thing with, I don't know why I understand why people get too up in arms about, um, like, certain, like, animated things. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that don't really bother me much, unless it's so drastic where it's like, that, that's just not even the same character. Well, but, yeah. but it's that, more of like, are they still capturing the character, yeah. though? So. And so, but she seems plenty good as Ariel. I mean, like, mm-hmm. Ariel is, I mean, 
she has, like you said, she's very wide-eyed and kind of... Uh, Curious. Yeah, just kind of happy and go-lucky and excited, you know, exciting about the new world. Like, she's just all these different things, and that was really what she needed to capture. And since I haven't seen it, though... Yeah, only um, Caitlin and I have seen it. I, I think... So this is my kind of theory with what you guys are going to come out with, is okay. that although it was okay and probably the best of all the remakes that they're still i mean obviously it doesn't hold up to the original by any means but it's still better out of all the remakes that's my theory with it well, that's a Just very from what i can see out of that's also a very simple and i would say easy guess <laughs> well it, i mean in large yeah you're kind of right yeah but uh, I'm gonna actually though start off with that there actually are positives here. Yeah. Now, do I th- personally think it's the best remake? Mm, that's a hard question, because there's what's the best, but also what's the most rewatchable for me. Okay. Most rewatchable one for me is Aladdin, <laughs> and that's weird, but yeah. Um, Kaylin, I don't think you've seen many of the remakes. Unless you're counting the ones from 1999, which is the you, 101 Dalmatians, or is it 1996? I think it was one of those two years. This is the current new run of remakes. I promised myself I would never see the remake of Beauty and the Beast, and I have kept that promise. Well, you've probably been very happy about that, because <laughs> I have, and it's atrocious. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, but we also then have... Javier Bardem as King Trident, and the most curious casting for me going in, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. And I'm going to start actually with the biggest positive, and that's Ursula. Yeah. I, well, Melissa, I think Melissa, actually, Melissa McCarthy is a great casting for yeah. Ursula. Like, it was either her or I think they did like Queen Latifah for like some kind of something that was involving Ursula. Hmm. Or maybe there was rumors that it was it was like either one of them, and I was like, yeah, that's perfect casting either way, and yeah, yeah, I I think no, when I heard she was cat like because I saw the the trailer and I asked, she was like, is that Melissa McCarthy? Like, yeah, and I was like, she looks good, <laughs> like, yeah. but it, it was just like a guess in my head of she's underwater. I don't think she's gonna fall down as a joke, <laughs> and she never does. <laughs> Thank God. But she's be, actually very graceful. Yeah, so they, I think they use they use her tentacles very well and creative. Well, they, she starts to she started to move away from that um, a lot. I feel bad because like, you know, there there is a trope like if done well, it can be funny because you know, as a fat guy, <laughs> like fat people falling down is a, it's a funny trope. Like it is, you know, Chris Farley perfected it. <laughs> And but then they started doing it where a character has to fall down all the time in movies. Like, um, who's that the blonde haired chick who was in like um oh she was in the pitch perfect movie Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, she's lost a ton yeah, of weight. Literally every movie she was in, they were like, You gotta fall down. Yeah. And it was always like the most ridiculous ways. And I'm like I feel so bad for her because like it's almost in her contract that she has to like fat person fall down. And I'm like this is not funny. It's not funny that they're falling down because of a reason, you know, just because no reason. Like, when Chris Farley fell through the table in Tommy Boy, that was funny because of the way it was done. Well, and, and also that stemmed from when he 
fell on SNL. Yeah, it, it the very, which the very first one was a real accident. So it's like it like it can be done well. So I'm glad that they didn't do that to Melissa because yeah. she's actually a solid actress yeah. and doesn't get the she, credit. She was up for best actress a few years ago, and I saw that movie, and I'm like, yeah, she is clearly talented. Why is she not doing more of this? Oh, well, she likes to work with her husband, yeah. who has made a lot of those awful comedies with her. But him as a person and them as a couple, they seem adorable. They they always champion each other, and it's When nice. she was in Mike and Molly. Yeah. It was great. It was, it was very good. Um, but she actually, out of everybody in this film, like, embodies the full character. Oh, yeah. Like... I, I sadly did not get to watch the remake, the original beforehand, because I wanted to try to refresh myself. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with what I can remember. And I just saw Ursula. I didn't see Melissa. Uh, and I'm assuming you were feeling that exact same way. Um, her song, Poor Unfortunate Souls, was, yeah. a, was a, like chef's kiss almost. Yeah, okay. Because I'm like, that's a big villain song. Yeah, and uh, she pulled it off great. I mean, there were a few lines that were taken out because of they're not trying to offend anyone. Yeah. And that was the line, you've got to have body language. Yeah, that is true. So, and I remember that being specific in the original, and I thought that part was funny, you know. Yeah. But But, I think she even got to slightly improvise a little. Yeah. Because there's a part when she's like looking for a spell and it's like her just going crazy against herself. Yeah. Again, the tentacles add to the humor. Yeah. Yeah, see, I the, the thing with that is um, I think people don't realize that there is not only a big push for not only Disney heroes, but Disney villains are a big crowd. People, yeah. people are big fans and if you mess up a villain song... You might piss a lot of people off, <laughs> like yeah, because yeah, like be prepared in Lion King. Yeah, like it was just spoken word. <laughs> it, it's there. I think they you know, remember there was that House of Villains is like one of the biggest like things that was on Disney back when like well when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, like that's the thing. People love the villains, and if yeah. you screw them up, I mean, there's the whole board game series, the villainous. Yeah. So. I'm, well, I mean, there was that thing a couple years ago with that kid who ended up dying. Um, what was the... I can't even think of it now. It was... Leave it to Damon to bring a death in here. <laughs> yeah. So, it was. It just came out a couple years ago, but it was like the kids of the villains. and Oh, the Descendants. Yeah. That was a big thing, too. That was a huge series. There's like three movies. Yeah, there are. So, it's like... Yeah. I mean, villains are huge, and so I'm glad that she nailed it down because you can really ruin a whole movie just by, like, that. Yeah. No, I agree with you. She was pretty much the best part of the entire movie. They also, though, did add, like, a plot device in here involving her spell that wasn't in the original. Yeah, I noticed that, too. did kind of feel like, why was that in there? I don't understand. Maybe to add some, like, Suspense? I guess so, but I was like, that didn't really need to be there because Ariel would have a, you know, has a, can't speak after yeah. the spell happens, and so I don't understand why that's even in there. Yeah. Um, and probably the, I would probably say the best voice in it, like as a 
creature yeah. was probably Aquafina. Yeah. As Scuttle. Um, just because her mouth fit the voice the best out of Shouldn't everybody. Scuttle again. The bird. The oh, seagull. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just like, um, now how terrifying was Sebastian? Please tell me it was as creepy as I think. It was. Uh, <laughs> well, if we're gonna lean into that segment. Okay, yes, Sebastian. While yes, it was kind of terrifying a little bit and kind of odd. It kind of at least warmed up to me halfway through. I didn't have a problem with it. So well, you were you were cracking up at some of the stuff he said. <laughs> it's not so much what he says; it's it, yeah, how he looks. For, it, it freaks me out because Sebastian, as you can see on the little cover here, he had like lips and teeth and like they humanized it, him. Yeah, like it could it makes it a little bit better when it's just a crab and his little flapper going. I just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was well, like, what is that? It was to, like. No. To, to me, it also made me think of this is how you also would do a realistic depiction of Mr. Krabs. Yeah, because his eyes are out of the socket. <laughs> have you? When have you seen? Uh, the, have you seen the episode of SpongeBob where they do that? Where they yeah. take them all? It's yeah. like that. Yeah, and yeah, no, it just freaks me out with the flapper. Like I don't, I don't like that. The mouth. Yeah, okay. I don't know. And I and I know I was hearing some people complaining about the voice actor and his accent. I'm like. Okay, I mean, I can see that, but I personally also really like the actor. He's been in actually some of my favorite films lately. He was also in Hamilton, and he was great in Hamilton. And there's a Lin Manuel. I probably said that wrong. Manuel Miranda. Yeah, and he wrote a rap song in this. It was Aquafina yeah. and, uh, and the guy D- who plays Yeah, D- uh, Devine Diggs. Yeah. And while jarring, <laughs> I have to admit, I actually was almost tapping my foot because it actually was pretty good. Aquafina's well, pretty funny. I, I think usually when she does stuff, I like I, I usually actually funnily enough, I never used to like her. Yeah, me too. I saw her. The only thing I'd ever seen her in was the Neighbors movie. She was in Neighbors too. Yeah. And I was just like, this is this character's fucking awful. And well, then I seen her in Shang-Chi. I was like, she's actually really good. <laughs> For me, it was Crazy Rich Asian that turned well, it See, over. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. My, my whole thing is I just didn't like her persona and, like, her the way she was inflecting and speaking. I was just like, eh, this feels a little wrong. Oh, and uh, Neighbors? No, just her, just outside of stuff, she would act like that. And luckily now that people have actually like talked to her about that, she's very much settled down and not doing that anymore. Um, mostly now she's under the Disney banner. Uh-huh. Oh um, yeah, you gotta have a pretty clean cut record. To... Yeah. Um, I also though want to then segue in to the worst and most terrifying creature. Flounder. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I that was one thing that I heard was Flounder was fucking creepy as fuck too. Well, yeah, because again, you look at him in the original, he looks nothing like a real flounder. He looks like the Long John Silver's look. Well, if they made him an actual flounder, he would even be more terrifying because flounders have both eyes on the side of their face and they look up. Well, I think like they initially were having that, but then they were like, okay, well, we can't go full realistic. No, like both eyes are on one side. Yeah. So. But then they, so then they kind of mushed it more closer together to freak less people out. Yeah. And I'm like, it still didn't help. Yeah, it didn't (laughs) help. And that might deal with the fact that 
he's barely actually in it. Yeah. And I'm like, I could have sworn Flounder did a couple of things in the original. And they're just like, yeah, Flounder, you know, was there and told that. I'm like, yeah, they just don't want him on screen anymore. <laughs> they know how scary he is. Um, I also didn't really like his voice actor. No. Uh, it was kind of whiny. I mean, yeah. Flounder is kind of windy in the original, but not to the same extent. Yeah. Mm. Um, I also would say, while not bad, and I'm going to say this about most of the acting, Javier Bardem, he probably comes across very respectable about how he's portraying the king. My issue was he wasn't really, like, bombastically loud sometimes. And they missed a few emotional beats for me as far as, like, him with Ariel. Because um, this was just a problem that has been happening in a lot of them. Like, they're longer-stretched movies, yet some of these plot points are really sped up. Like, I told you this, and I think yeah. I maybe have mentioned to you it. The perfect example for me is Beauty and the Beast remake. Part when she finds the flower and they have, like, that tense interaction... In the original, that's 26 seconds, and it builds and builds, and there's terrifying thing. Beast comes in here, and it's just seven seconds in the remake. Uh, they do that with the part when he destroys. Ariel's grotto. Yeah. And it just goes straight to that, and it happens, and then he kind of just turns away and just kind of says something <laughs> to her. And I was just like, that was so much more impactful when he is like, this is the only way apparently to get through to you. I don't want to do this. He does it, and then she's crying, and he just has this look on his face like, I didn't want to do that, but I knew nothing else to do. Yeah. And then he just goes away. Um, they also just kind of, like, the sisters. Yeah. They're hardly involved in this. Well, they, even in the original, they even have, like, a small song for each other. Yeah. And, I mean, they've changed the names of all the sisters, too. Which clearly the king has banged every <laughs> culture because <laughs> they are different. Yeah, no, the thing is, like, I, I'm all for inclusive inclusivity inclusivity. in movies. Like, I'm 100% for it. But that can add to some really weird plot points because, I mean, I mean one of at them least was in obviously, this. Um, like northern european yeah i almost want to say oh. nordic yeah so at least this and this one can make sense you can be like it could just varies by you know whatever yeah, the he, only he, thing he controls the ocean that is a little strange i would say is the reason why i would always think uh, ariel and then would need to be like pale it's because they live underwater they don't get a lot of sun so i mean whatever like that you know i can look past that you know whatever but yeah, like I think some movies like can do that where they like try to push that in there and it's just yeah. like but you also have to explain why like this person has like multiple different racial like family members within the and they're not adopted. It's like Yeah. Okay, so as far as how family. did you bang all these people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, number one, you're fish people. So, I still don't know how that works. Yeah, it doesn't work. Like, I, I just I don't know, like, but like, I mean, to to me, at least the sisters in the original, they at least have like a scene and moment where they're like introducing themselves. Well, no, not like that. A plot point oh. where 
they're like, huh, Ariel's acting a little strange. Oh, yeah. I think that she's, like, in love or interested in somebody. Mm -hmm. And then they pass that on to Trident. He's like, oh, this I never got that indication. That no, they were just upset about the shipwreck. Yeah, because it destroyed a reef. Yeah. And then Trident just is interested in what's going on with Ariel. And I'm like, they also, that's another part is, like, the relationship of Ariel and Trident wasn't really complex in this because it was a lot of just back and forth. There wasn't like a lovey-dovey moment. No. Until the end. <laughs> yeah, the very end, yeah. Yeah, which uh, kind of though leans into the probably one of the number one things that we're going to get talked about is the effects. Underwater, not great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the very underwater is hard to do. I mean, yeah. I'll give that to them is... You know, especially trying to mix, like, live action versus animated, you know, like, that's almost like CG. Well, and to be fair, we we did just see this. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, they also spent, like, seven years making that movie. Yeah, but as soon as they went underwater, I was like, yep, Cameron just put you to shame. <laughs> Well, and even at the beginning when we saw the water at the beginning of the movie, it was like I could I could immediately tell that was computer generated. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, if you were a little kid, you wouldn't notice it, but yeah. since I've had, I mean, you've watched so many movies, you could probably tell. I can tell because of an artistic standpoint. Oddly enough, I'll say that their uh, fire actually looked better than most movies yeah that's right on the ship on the Cause, ship because we've seen stuff like fast x where that fire was atrocious looking <laughs> this was at least close i'm going i'm going <laughs> <laughs> but uh and that's also played into the fact like whenever they were underwater they had like this mold of cgi over them so i felt like that hindered the performances too yeah um, I mean, they weren't that expressive. So. Yeah. Uh, which will then lead into the big character. What did I think of Ariel? Yeah. When she was underwater, I was like, good, good singing voice, but um, acting, I'm not really getting much. She then goes to the surface, and it actually got better. <laughs> Isn't that weird when she's not speaking? <laughs> that's when it's good. Well, to be fair, that's when her expressive really well, that's, should that's kick what I'm in. getting at. Is like at least this movie makes sense. Why, you know, at, at the start of it, it was rocky. It kind of progressed the more that she's interacting with the prince Eric, with Prince Eric. Yeah. Which, weirdly, he, he, they kept him white to you know not upset so much more people. But the queen is black. And the has been has been adopted from he's been adopted, <laughs> so that felt weird. I'm just more surprised that like the black queen thing because well it takes place in the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then that's not as weird. Yeah. Because I could tell as soon as I heard the music on the shore, I was like, oh, this is the Caribbean. Okay. I've been there before. Okay. Yeah. Then that actually makes a little more sense. Yeah. I I'd just be more surprised it's a queen. You know, that would mm -hmm. be my biggest thing. Is like. You know, back in this day, there was, there was, I mean, I don't know. It was very rare when, like, just women were in full power. Yeah. Uh, I mean. And, and also, there's, like, no mention of father. Yeah. He, no, there was. He died. Yeah, he did die. 
They're like, yeah, we, we killed Ariel's mother and his father. Yeah. <laughs> Which I can't remember if they alluded to in the original that humans did kill Ariel's mother. I... They, I, not in the original, probably there was a movie or a TV series, I forget which one, they actually show what Ariel's mother looks like and she's the spitting image of Ariel. Yeah. So. This is some crazy sushi. <laughs> hey, what the fuck did you catch, man? <laughs> Just boobs, dude. Well, she's actually picked up by a fisherman when she turns into a human. I'm like, well, that was an interesting catch. Yeah. He just like it's just this lonely old fisherman. He looks up. He's like, "Thank you, God." <laughs> no, he was not perverted. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna help you." Yeah. I'm just saying, like, back in that day. Yeah. Yeah. He he was just hoping that day would happen. <laughs> um, which mentioning him now, uh, how did we? How did you feel about Prince Eric? Also compared to the original. They added more to him in this movie, mm-hmm. but they did take away something from him. Mm-hmm. What did you think that was? Was it his legs? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have legs. Um, you know the ending where yeah. he crashes into Ursula. Yeah, they, they have Ariel do that. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, that it's a spoiler that Ursula dies. Um... I mean, yeah, uh, they also give him a song number. And then it made me confused because he's not allowed to leave the castle, yet he ends up on a ship. Yeah. I was just trying to tell if that was, like, his fantasy or not. But it, it, it didn't really answer the question. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, he it, he's kind of like... Because that's the thing I'll compare with the original. The original Eric, not the most compelling, but a lot of those princes aren't. Yeah. Um, and yeah, while they did like add some things, they just weirdly didn't add some other things that were in the original. Because, again, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't the statue that's on the boat supposed to be of him? Yeah. Because it's like a gift. Yeah. And he's even like shown it, and he's like, okay, I'm a little creeped out by that. <laughs> and that sinks to the bottom when the shipwreck happens. Which, they never did answer this question in the original. Apparently, Flounder somehow brought it to Ariel. <laughs> and that's, like, the whole thing of, like, Oh, hey, even though I can't be with him, I'll be with his statue. Because they never say that. That's another part of that emotional impact when Trident destroys everything that wasn't really that hard, like, hitting for me. Yeah. So I'm like, it just looks like a human. I mean... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it looked like a generic human male. Yeah, strong jawline, which, I mean, he had, but I think he actually was missing an arm. And the statue, could be you wrong. Mean, the statue you mean. <laughs> yeah. No, Prince Eric, he was missing an arm. <laughs> they, they were trying to... Tis but a scratch. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to appease even more demographic. Uh... But his song number made me think of Frozen 2 when, uh, what's his name? Kristoff. It has his song number that felt like an 80s ballad. I don't ballad. know what me. I've never seen Frozen 2. <laughs> Maybe I, I thought you did, but no. it 
it looked like an 80s music ballad video. This, this, felt, this, this felt like that, but like more like Into the Woods when Chris Pine did his number, Agony, <laughs> which was kind of funny. Um, but, I mean, there's not really a whole lot more to say. Um, I'm also going to say that probably their chemistry I thought was decent. Yeah, no, I thought... When they did that one scene where they're in the room and he's explaining things to her and how she's just soaking in everything he's saying, that I see, I mean, that, if you're interested in someone, that's usually how it goes. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I I would say that I think that if she had maybe somewhat bigger eyes, it might look more expressive, like, (laughs) ooh. But again, she's not a drawing. Yeah. Which the original has the advantage. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, my final thoughts are, it's not the worst remake, but it's kind of not important to have. I don't think any of them are important to have. There has not been one remake, well, they're not even remakes, like one update, basically, that has revolutionized it to the point where it's like, we should keep making these. I know that they make money, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I like the, the fact that, you know, there are, like you mentioned, there's all these, like, little girls now that are, like, super happy and everything. Like yeah, that, there, there was some in our theater. Like, that is a very big bonus. Like, I think that it is very important. Yeah. But it's also, like, yeah, like, are, do these do anything that are going to make me to the point where I'm like, wow, that looks great. Like, that, that definitely improved them on because that, we've had this discussion about remakes. Yeah. Why remake something if you're not going to change anything? Because the whole point of remaking would to be just to maybe improve on something that maybe like the original didn't do good. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like these or, are or, shot for shot. <laughs> or or as we've mentioned also, maybe remake something that did not do that well. But like gained, Treasure Planet? Yeah. Oh, but, Treasure but, Planet? But, oh. But, gained, but gained a following after? Or Atlantis? Atlantis? If they did Atlantis today, it could probably be a billion-dollar movie. Yeah. I, I would say maybe tweak some things. Yeah. But There's a couple things that can be tweaked in there, and but they could make it, and it would be awesome. Like, and, yeah. So I, I just, like I said, there's not very many... You know, but nope, we're gonna get Hunchback at some point. Yeah, and I can't wait to be fully disappointed by that. Yeah. And well, I told you what they were gonna do about Hercules, right? Yeah, but go ahead and say it. They're apparently going to appeal to the TikTok audience. And my question to that was, how? What? What's the TikTok audience? <laughs> Gen Z. At the same point, when there's always been talks that TikTok is gonna get banned at some point. It's already banned in Montana. Yeah. So, so they've already lost the state. <laughs> All I'm saying is, why? Yeah, because <laughs> that's just I don't know. Hercules, they, I love Hercules. That's probably one of my favorite of the animated it's Disney. Not mine. I I really like it, and, and and my immediate thought when I said when I heard about that was, that feels very redundant. I know that not all of them are the Disney musical, but there's been so many Hercules movies. Yeah, Hercules is 
I will give you that. There is a very much of an abundance of Hercules. There, there was one year where there was like two or three out. One oh, going back to the Hunchback of Notre Dame, yeah. I heard that the person that's working on it is actually Josh Gad. So. Yeah, who's an actor that I'm like, I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. I don't know. I, they, they just need to either they, they have some. They have Olaf behind that. <laughs> they have something, you know, smart, like, like we were talking about just a second ago, the, you know, Treasure Planet, stuff like that. Either go with something like that that actually could be done well. That, like he said, there was not a big following until later on. Mm-hmm. And then there's stuff like this where it had its time to shine. And they're just like, it's like almost like they dipped out of the pudding and then they snuck back around the mine and grabbed another scoop of pudding because they're trying to double dip. Like, <laughs> well, it, that's what all of these feel. Yeah. It's literally and just you, trying to make every last money out of properties that honestly, soon enough, will be going to. Free market. Yeah. You mean public we're, domain? Yeah, we're, we're already seeing that with that stupid fucking Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah, which and now Bambi just went. Yeah. Man. And I was actually slightly curious on how they were going to do that. Because <laughs> like, it's literally just a slice of life. <laughs> so, yeah, like there's, you know, all these movies that are heading towards, and Little Mermaid is one of them that is going to probably be public domain very soon. Because the story itself... Like, I mean, the story itself is they're taking from, like, the old school, you Hans know. Hans Christian Anders- Andersen. Yes. So that is what will lead it to public domain. <laughs> yeah. Disney can't sue them over their representation of a story. Until Disney gets full power. Yeah. Which I see them becoming at some point. Well, yeah. So like I said... A lot of these older stories that we're seeing that, you know, maybe didn't get made till the 80s or 90s that were originally stories before all this happened are starting to go public domain. And I think that they're just trying to milk some of them before they go and no use in it then. Well, to me, it now stems back to what I now have thought of with Force Awakens. If Jungle Book did not make gangbuster movies and get the uh, critic approval that it did, we wouldn't be sitting through this. Yeah. Like, yes, Force Awakens, you revigorized the Ute franchise. What are you going to do? We don't have an idea. And now we're just going to wing it, and it goes terrible. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to shit in a box and <laughs> mix it up, shake it around a little bit, and then open it and see, what, see what's there. Oh, it's still shit. Who would have thought? That's what happened with the Jungle Book. Which, you can make the argument that it's probably the best one, but I'm like, that's... Not a high bar to hit. <laughs> yeah, it's Schrodinger shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, so my final verdict and letter grade I would give it, I would give Little Mermaid 2023 probably a C-. Only because of Melissa McCarthy pushed it up. Okay. You? Mm, I actually, I, come on, Caitlin, now we need the answer. <laughs> I, and I already know you're way less hard on than me. <laughs> I know. I'm actually going to give it a C+. Plus. Yeah. That's, that's probably about where I would, if I was to, uh, like, pick what you guys would pick, it'd probably be about C, C+. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I really enjoyed Melissa McCarthy. I, like I said, I don't think there's any one of these that is going to jump up past a C. No. You know, at most, maybe a B-, minus. but like I said, it does nothing. Yeah. So... 
Like, that's the biggest thing, is it has to improve upon, you know, the, improve upon it. There was one thing I was very disappointed in in the entire movie, and that was the Under the Sea song. Yeah. It was very underwhelming, very lackluster. That's sad, because that's the iconic, like, song. That's, if you well, think... Well, again, because it, they have to lean towards realistic, none of them can play instruments. Well, there was not even the the special instrument sound effects that added to the character of the song that was in it. I was looking forward to that. Well, then I I feel like they shouldn't even do the the live action route then. If like if they can't stay even somewhat true to you know the film and have to change so much, it's like though the visuals on it were were really good. I just yeah. Well, with the dancing fish. That's my thing with it, is, like, if you have to do that, why even... I mean, I know because it's going to make money, but at the same time, it's like, you're literally, like, it just goes to show you do not give two fucks about your material, because if I was, like, the the guy who did the original, I would probably be like, guys, this thing's fucking, like, disrespectful, like... Well, funny enough, we're dealing with the writer's strike... And a number of these writers that have been a, that were a part of the remakes that technically wrote the originals have been claiming we should be getting money from this. Yeah, that was a big part with Aladdin, like especially out. when they're not changing anything. Yeah, it's only like different words once in a while. And I'm like, it's literally my script. I should get money for that. Dude, literally shooting the same film with just actors instead of voice actors. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's our thoughts on yet another Disney remake. I want to say I can't wait till the next one, but... <laughs> Actually, I, here, I, here's I, a I better question. What do you think, besides, like, the ones that you kind of know, what's the next one that you think they're going to try to do? Hmm. Well, I like to think about that golden age. What have they not touched yet? Uh, well, we haven't got Cinderella. No, we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. We got a live action Cinderella? Yeah, it was uh, 2015. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh directed it. Hey, um, Sleeping Beauty. We haven't got Sleeping Beauty. We technically got Maleficent. Yeah. That's Which, cause... while it's not a remake, prequel, yeah, then, well, then, sequel. Then what? Because then I'm kind of lost. I mean, I would probably say the best that, the two best that are somewhat connected, that aren't remakes, are the Cruella prequel and Christopher Robin, which is a continuation of Winnie the Pooh. Do you think that they're going to try to do another 101 Dalmatians movie? I hope not. If they do, I'm like, are they going to put Emma Watson in... Emma Stone and like makeup to look older. I could be fun. I mean, she was the best thing in Cruella. I so. was always a, I was a big fan. Of, I was big into the Dalmatians movies. Well, the, at but, the uh, museum here, I actually got to see a bunch of the costumes from 101 Dalmatians that Glenn Close wore. Which so. wasn't that bad of a remake. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just curious if you guys had any thoughts on what would be 
they are just gonna stick with the gang with like the money makers. Yeah, the big ones. I bet we're gonna get like. Well, I know that there was the talks about Moana. So it's in the works. Yeah. Um, but one of them that I think that they might bring up to it is maybe, um, probably Rapunzel. Maybe might be tangled. Up there. tangled. Yeah, tangled. Oh, and Kellen's gonna be furious. That or the because um, Rapunzel's your favorite. Brave. That one actually might be a good one. I honestly would not be against that, mostly because I'm not that high on Brave. I think the story does well enough. I mm. think that they could definitely improve on it, so that could definitely be. Uh, although, here's my now caveat that I want to put on it I want the bear to look like Cocaine Bear. <laughs> if it looks like Cocaine Bear, I'm there. <laughs> But, yeah, that'll do it for our review on Little Mermaid. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned, not terrible, but not great. Yeah. Another remake. <laughs> we sat through another two-hour movie that should not have been two hours. I mean, it did feel long, so. Yeah. And, you know, uh, my, it's probably going to do well. I've yeah. heard it's already doing well. Yeah. So. Continue on. As long as he's make money gonna happen yeah but till next time see you guys there